Dan. So D. Dude, we have such a packed menu. I can't even mess around with the cold <laughs> open. So it's the brunch <laughs> breakdown. What's up, Didi out here in Los Angeles. Dan is in Pittsburgh. Chris is walking and talking on Instagram. Make sure you follow him at Chris Gates Fitness and find out why he is not on the brunch breakdown today. A baby might be coming, but I don't know if it's coming. We'll see. We'll update you on that sometime soon. Anyways, today on the show, we're going to be talking about uh, RIP Bob Barker. Very sad. Um, we're going to be talking about who in history would you like to punch in the face? You have no idea where we're going with this, but we would like to know your answers at Brunch Breakdown after you hear this. We're going to be talking music. We're going to be talking beer. We're going to be talking the weirdest thing we saw on the internet this week, Brunch Court, and as much as we can get to here in the next few minutes. So Dan, let everybody know where they can find the Brunch Breakdown. Yeah, you know, um, I will, Didi. Thanks. And it's good to be, good to be back um, with you here. And, you know, I know that when Chris gives this instruction, he really opens the world's eyes up to the website, google.com. And I heard you guys promoting the sponsorship there. And I'm all for it. I'm all for being sponsored by Google and google.com. But in the meantime, maybe if you're not as familiar or you don't want to use google.com, we're everywhere. You're already listening to podcast people. The list is long, uh, but you can find us at all those places just by searching for the Brunch Breakdown Podcast. Hit follow, hit subscribe. New episodes come your way every single week. You don't want to miss. You don't want to get behind. You don't want to catch up, anything like that. So hit follow, hit subscribe. Let those episodes come to you, okay? Each and every Wednesday. First thing, Wednesday morning, boom, ready to go. We're there. We're waiting for you. Full videos, video episodes also come out every Wednesday. Those are on our YouTube page and on our Facebook page. Um, and they premiere a little later, noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, um, and on demand anytime you want to watch after that. We've got always got always got some sort of visual for you. Yeah. So even if you don't watch the whole episode, we encourage you take a timestamp, go back, check the video out, see what we're talking about. Those are some can't miss visuals week to week. Everywhere on social media, at Brunch Breakdown, Facebook, X, Instagram, Threads, Triller, TikTok. That's where you find the Brunch Bites. They're delightful. Enjoy them throughout your week. And then, of course, these sounds of brunch, we give you what we're listening to each and every week. We put that in a nice little playlist on Spotify. All you got to do is search for sounds of brunch, hit follow, and enjoy. Can't wait to get the music because I got another theme this week, Dan. Got another theme. Oh boy! Very okay. excited. Yeah, I can't wait to hear that. <laughs> Very excited about it. Well, um, it's time to get random topics off our chests. Let's get into it. Uh, Dan, you weren't here last week, so why don't you just keep on rolling, man? Go for it. What you got? Just, yeah, I got. It. I'll just keep going with it for sure. Um, yes, as you mentioned, I was absent in the brunch breakdown last week, an extreme rarity in the history of this podcast. Uh, but I was visiting the Finger Lakes, uh, over the past weekend, uh, and it's a absolutely beautiful part of the country in uh new york state huge lakes 40 miles long tons of wineries it's like this is wine country people like it there's wineries everywhere they're growing the vineyards right up against the lake and they've got wineries like a hundred wineries along the finger lakes it's crazy i'd never seen anything anything quite like it it's it, it's really I and mean, you you can't hit it all in one, two or three trips. It takes multiple visits there. My first time there hopefully won't be the last. If you're looking for a bachelorette party destination, 
go to the Finger Lakes if you like wine. I mean, I was like, this is the capital for it. And they were everywhere. Anyways, besides my point, um, at one particular winery we were visiting, something struck me. And it was a couple sitting there by themselves, probably late 30s, maybe early 40s. Right, Just the two of them sitting there. They were sitting there enjoying a glass of wine. This is early afternoon. People get at it a little early in the Figure Lakes because the winery closed at like five or six. So you got to get started a little early. So it was early afternoon, no judgment there. And they were sitting there by themselves, enjoying their wine, playing cards. Now, I want to preface it by saying I have nothing wrong with the notion of playing cards, board games, things like that. But how boring is your relationship that you can't even have enough conversation to fill the time that you must play cards. I just couldn't stop looking at them and whether it was feeling bad for them or just, I don't know what I was feeling. And again, I'm not playing, you know, board games at home or even like, you know, there's a bunch of like breweries and restaurants and stuff like that. Even now I don't suppose wineries that have board games there that you can play with a group of friends. That's fine. But this couple didn't seem like they were just like, you know what? Let's let's have a little fun. Let's turn it up here. Okay. They thought of this ahead of time. They thought we're not going to have enough to talk about in the time that it's going to take to enjoy a glass of wine or maybe two. We, we better bring cards with us because I don't know what else to talk to you about in that about a period of time. So I, all I can say is I, I just hope I never get to that point in my marriage, maybe like way down the road, right? Where you're both retired and you're around each other 24 hours, seven in, in, in a situation like that, you're not going to have enough to talk about to fill the time. But this couple was young enough. It was early enough in the day. You're in kind of a vacation destination. Just talk phones down, just have a conversation. And if you can't fill conversation that will take you to enjoy a glass of wine or two, then Good luck to you. Oh boy. Um <laughs> oh boy. That's a rough one. I'm just like even trying to think of like it, it was just two people. Just two of them. Oh, right. They God. weren't with friends. Yeah. Could you imagine uh, if like I just like Siobhan, let me break out the Uno cards. Me and you <laughs> just gonna go at it. <laughs> what? Yeah. That makes me yeah. sad. It I does. know it makes I... me sad. Uh, no, <laughs> no, it's like I'm no, I'm not just gonna break out. Let's, let's play some euchre. Yeah, that's what they were doing. They had a normal deck of cards, they uh... brought it, it wasn't there. Uh... It's like, come on, they weren't there for that long. I was, uh, yeah, it was sad. Yeah, it was a sad moment. Oh boy, <laughs> that's a tough one. Wow, all right. Well, um, so last week I alluded to what was going to happen in. Los Angeles, the first tropical storm was going to touch down in 80 years. And oh boy, did it ever. Okay. So everything <laughs> I said was wrong. Okay. So here's the thing it rained a ton, and there were a lot of people who were affected by it. And this is probably the first time, like I said, first time in 80 years, tropical storm. So probably the first time for a lot of people who, on when you're buying a house here, there are things at the very bottom of everything. And it says, flood zones okay and we noticed this after we bought our house we're like you know like 
it says like we're not in like a flood zone, but like, did you know that was there? Absolutely not. And <laughs> anybody who was in a flood zone that you're like looking at, because when we were looking at it, it's like, wow, I can't believe that's a flood zone. That's just like right down the road. Like we used to live over there. That's a flood zone. That's weird. And anybody who lived in one, they were impacted by it. So that's rough. And um, I hope everyone gets, uh, you know, I, I, I felt a little bad about what I was saying last week because I just didn't think it was going to happen. I don't know. Like living on the East Coast, whenever like a hurricane is happening down south and it's like we get the remnants of it, we just get rain. Right. But then I forget that I live in a place that doesn't isn't built to drain at all, like at all. <laughs> So parking lots were like mm-hmm. water just up, just how is it rising? I have no idea how water just like stands still, stands up in a parking lot, but it does. And um, I found that out the hard way because I went to get Wingstop and I got out of my car and just went into a whole pool of water, like literally. <laughs> and I have an SUV. It wasn't like I was driving around in my old Kia Forte or something like that. And I, like, and the roads were fine. I got to a parking lot, basically a freaking river. Insane. But the other thing that I want to talk about, and this is the main thing I want to say, got to get this off my chest. For people who have never experienced an earthquake, I want to let you know, everything in Los Angeles has been retrofitted to be on rollers, okay? So the buildings go like this whenever an earthquake happens. It doesn't happen like it does in there are other countries and stuff that are not built like that. And like probably places, there are in places all over this country, like if they would not be able to handle an earthquake happening. It would go like it does in the old movies. That's not how it happens with the earthquake, just to let you guys know. Because everyone's like, tropical storm and an earthquake. Oh, it's so crazy. No, the earthquake part, honestly, I woke up for it and I was like, oh shit, that's an earthquake. The rest of my house is asleep, Okay. Because an earthquake <laughs> basically feels like you're swag surfing. If you've ever been to the club, you ever been to a college football game, <laughs> and you're swag surfing, I swag and I surf. And this is how it feels. This is honestly how it feels. Just like you're swag surfing. That is what an earthquake feels like in <laughs> Los Angeles because everything is on rollers. Okay? So just letting you know, I'm sure if we had a huge earthquake, maybe it would feel different. But that is the reason why everything is on rollers. So that is what it feels like for an earthquake. For people who do not know, just turn on swag surfing and start swag surfing. And then you'll know what it feels like to be in an earthquake in Los Angeles. So. Had to get that off my chest. Hope everyone's getting their house in order, unflooded, but also earthquakes, guys. It's like swag surfing. Incredible analogy. I mean, it really is. If you weren't familiar before, now you know. You don't. Need, I mean, that's that's as good as it gets, right there. Yes, it is. <laughs> but you, and you survived. You got your wing stop. You were dedicated. I was for that was. wing stop. I salute you for that. Yes. In, in, made it through and hopefully it'll be another 50 years until something wild like that happens out your way you enjoy some just 360 days of sun that's what you're you're scheduled for (laughs) and it it was just so insane because like we you know you live out here so you have people who are like i'm going to san diego for the weekend going to palm springs for the weekend i'm going to las i'm going to las vegas for the weekend all of those plans were the worst plans you could have ever made. And just think about what you do in those places in August. Like you've been to Palm Springs, you've been to Las Vegas, you go, you just literally sit outside and be in pools and bake. That's all in drink yeah. and bake. And like it's mm-hmm. all you do out there. And you it, it was it was flooded, pouring down rain. Like the most rain Palm Springs has like ever gotten or some shit like that. Like insane. Yeah. So Ugh. 
uh, yeah, it's it just it was just such a weird thing when it was like, oh yeah, like that's a bad idea this weekend. Don't do it. Anybody who did just got stuck. Yeah, yeah. Jesus. <laughs> oh, well, let's get into uh, Bruce Day. And uh, Dan, I will get us started here because mine will be very quick. Um, I don't know if I've talked about this beer on the podcast before. We've talked about lots of beers over the last three years, so I'm not sure. But um, <laughs> sure. honestly, uh, but Golden Road uh, Street Cart, it's their Mexican lager. I love this thing. And I completely forgot about it. Um, and because it's been a long time. So that's the reason why I don't know if I'd ever talked about it or not. And it's been a while. And it's just a really good Mexican lager. Just letting everybody know. Golden Road just does really great things. And the the street cart is awesome. I don't know where you can get the street cart. Because I know you can get a lot of Golden Roads like all over the country. I just don't know which, you know. I don't know if you can get the street cart. But I hope you can somewhere. Because it's just really, really good. Um, so yeah, really good Mexican lager to add to your your list of your Pacificos, of your Coronas, you know, all that. Just add streetcar to the list. Love that. Yeah, I'm seeing more and more of Golden Road pop up distribution wise mm-hmm. over here on the East Coast. So hopefully, streetcar is uh, it'll make its way out here. You get a lot of uh, a lot of mango cart, which I love. Oh, I absolutely yeah. love. So yeah. I'm hopeful that more of it is on its way. Um. I've got a kind of a unique beer here and not necessarily the beer. The beer itself is not unique. This is a story here with this beer. Um, it's from 11th hour brewing, uh, another Pittsburgh based, uh, brewing company. And it's a lemon shandy. Um, and it's, I, I think they did a really excellent job with this lemon shandy because sometimes they can be a little too weedy or a little too tart or a little too lemony. This one is just like it's might be the best shandy I've ever had. Like mm. perfectly balanced, really, really good. Perfect for summer. I kind of I don't want to say a wind down summer, um, but perfect as we wind down summer. Really good. However, it's not really about the beer this time around. Okay, um, the shandy is called Stomp the Invader. Stomp the Invader. And I'm just going to show you a picture of the can, DD, and I'll explain to you if you haven't been made aware. <laughs> I'm sure your entire family and friends have made you aware. Uh, and for anybody not familiar, it's a picture of the spotted lanternfly, which is an invasive species. Okay. There are groups and governments and people that are out there telling you actively kill these bugs. They're bad. They kill trees. They basically kill any plant that they get um, near. And it is, we saw an, a huge outbreak of them last summer. And this summer is even worse. It is a war zone in certain parts of Pittsburgh uh, in other areas of Western Pennsylvania, some are better. And downtown is a nightmare right now. Let me tell you. I mean, they, they are scattered, thousands of them, everywhere, on the ground. Um, they're nasty. Um, and there is even a uh, phone number on the back. Call one eight 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 four bad fly to report the spotter lantern fly in your area. I mean, the can is disgusting because it breaks down. It shows you pictures of like young adult and like fully mature 
it's really disgusting. The bug itself is really, uh, all bugs are disgusting. And most bugs have a reason on this planet. Guess what? This one doesn't. So you are supposed to kill this bug, hence stomp the invader, kill the spotted, spotted Asian, Asian lanternfly anywhere you see them. But shouts to 11th hour. They brewed this beer. They did an educational kind of tutorial on this spotted lanternfly. And then they had a uh, a gathering of people where they walked around the neighborhood where the brewery is and just people were dr- – well, they could, weren't drinking the beer necessarily because opening container laws. Maybe they were doing it covered up. But walking around st- stomping on these bugs, trying to protect the environment. It's very strange, but that's the story of the stomp, the invader. <laughs> that is great. That is great. Well, I mean, I've, I, 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 <laughs> I'll pray for you guys. Hashtag. Please do. Please do. I know. I know you talked about earthquakes and hurt, you know, hurricanes, tropical storms, all that. But like, we've got a bug problem over here, <laughs> Didi. A bug problem. Look at how ugly this son of a bitch is. It's just, it's a shame. Oh God. <laughs> oh God. Well, cheers. 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 Oh man. Well, let's get into the main <laughs> menu, even though this bug thing. I can't wait to dive into this later in the day. <laughs> um, all right. So uh, first up, Bob Barker, legendary TV host, legendary game show host, OG, died at 99. Um, <laughs> the joke. You saw the joke. I know you saw the joke. I did. It's a great <laughs> joke. I mean, shouts to whoever tweeted it. I'm sure. I yeah. mean, listen, shouts to whoever did it first. Um but yeah, they were like, Bob Barker got us close to a dollar without going over. R.I.P. to a legend. Um, Genius. Yeah, man. Uh, you know, the first thing I thought was, how many more game show hosts do we have left? That like, from uh, from the game, because like now game show hosts are, game shows are hosted by Michael Strahan. They're not game show hosts. <laughs> you know <laughs> right, what I mean? Right, right, it's right. Like, it's like, how many we have left? It's like Pat Sajak and then that's it. I think, yeah, we were done. Like, um, I'm trying to think. Did no Tom Bergeron really never hosted a game show? Right? Did he ever host a game show? He's like a the host, like the host of everything reality. I was trying to think if he yeah. ever hosted a game show. Not famously, at least. No, just I don't think. Yeah, I don't think so. Like. No, you're right. Patch Sajak might be the last Titan. Yeah, he might be the last that one. That we, you know. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Didn't think of that. Didn't there's think a, of that till now. Because there's like a lot of hosts. It's like I know like people of a certain generation, probably like like younger than us, probably think of Steve Harvey as like a game show host where like people older like us are like anyone older yeah. than like 25 is like Steve Harvey's not a game show host. But he is a game show host. Yeah. He just did a bunch of other shit before that. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just uh, it's weird. I was like, damn, where the it's like a dying breed because now it's just like, you know, wow. random celebrity here. Joel McHale hosts another show. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, right. go. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. For real. Yeah. For real. Hmm. Wow. Good point. Yeah. Good point. Didn't think about that, but you're right. You're right. 
Um, but yeah, Bob Barker holding on is, is I mean, 99, that's a hell of a life. Yeah. That's a hell of a life. Um, I mean, where do you put Price is Right as your like one of your your favorite game shows to watch? Oh, to actually one. watch. Number one. Number one? Number one. Not even close. Number one. Like it's Plinko. Like, come on. Just yeah. Down. Like yeah. Yeah. Staying home sick from school, eleven o'clock rolls around. Yes. Price is right, Let's man. Let's go. Like, oh man, off days at my babysitter's house or at my grandmother's house, like just mm-hmm. watching Price is right on for an hour. Just freaking exhilarating. Like, man. I learned that in the office that I currently work, like this was years and years ago, mm-hmm. uh, when the company only had a handful. In fact, it wasn't even it was a different company that was in the actual building. But some of the employees that were from the previous company work for us now. And they said that they would like the whole company, which was only again a handful of people at the time, they'd all take lunch at the same time at eleven o'clock Eastern, watch the prices right. And they would sit there and they would like bet on the showcase showdown with each other every day every day it was like an actual like game show within the office for them like it was like a legitimate thing they would all bet they'd all like be playing the game while at lunch and now we can't even like we don't even not not five people don't even have lunch at the same time together no. <laughs> and they were like having a game show lunch five days a week <laughs> god man that show man oh price is right yeah well yeah uh dan what game show what game show would you host if you could host any game show i i think i would enjoy family feud i do and i think watching steve harvey do it because you don't even have to be that funny Mm -mm. (laughs) because the the jokes are written by the people right yeah they are. They're written by the people, and you don't have to like know really anything. You've got the answers on a card in front of you, but you know you can literally sit there, watch, listen, and be like, "Is it on the board?" And you listen for the X, or you listen for the ding, and like you have it in front of you, but that's it. You don't have to know it ahead of time. Um, you're just you know, good answer, okay, and. The, you're right. The jokes are written for you by the contestants. So you don't even have to be funny, but you could also have like the best time ever. Like watching Steve Harvey laugh while hosting Family Feud is like, I, I enjoy that. Dude. I enjoy that. So I think, I think I would, I would enjoy Family Feud just because it seems like a pretty easy gig. <laughs> yeah. He, all right. So I was watching the other night uh, and some lady said something. I forget what the answer, what it was for, but she said something that was just ridiculous. It was absolutely never going to be on the board. And he just goes, <laughs> I'll give you $500 if, if one person <laughs> <laughs> said this. And I'm like dying. And you're right. Cause it's just like, it's that's so easy to say because she wrote the joke herself. Like it's just, yep. you all, and he just makes facial expressions a lot of the time. And you're just like, it's great uh um the game show i would host uh I, there's two of them deal or no deal oh yeah and have you watched the wall on nbc yes yes those shows are great because they really play into greed and i really like messing with people 
and like, <laughs> oh God. And you and just like because Howie in like old deal or no deal, he just stalks the stage and just walks around the person and like it messes with the phone. He's gonna close the phone. He's not gonna close the phone. It's like all this stuff's going. It's and he's just going to the banker. He's just like hand him the phone. He yeah. just does so yeah. many things okay. so subtly on that show that are so awesome just messing with people and i'm just like that has to be so much fun to just screw with people by doing by just silence just looking at them and you're just walking yeah. up and like sometimes how he just walk up to the case just be like right case number two okay and just walk back and then it's like the banker wants to talk to you <laughs> phones ringing you're just like just oh my god i used to just love watching that and i just like oh and the wall is basically the same thing he's a lot nicer than howie the host on there um but i just like the yeah but i just like messing with people when there's lots of money they could they have they could lose you know yeah and then all of a sudden it's like two hundred thousand dollars is it anything to you anymore <laughs> <laughs> that's my favorite part it's how people just get wrapped up in how uh you know how much money it is it's like anybody if someone handed you a hundred thousand dollars right now you'd lose your mind but when you're on tv all of a sudden it's like that ain't shit no deal (laughs) yeah no way banker (laughs) (laughs) it's my favorite oh that is a great one i had that on my list too uh because again you don't have to really know anything Mm -mm. You're, you're filling time a little conversation and all you gotta do is like what are you thinking right now? And like you said, stock kind of stock the stage, just walk around, make mm-hmm. a show of it. Yeah. Make a show of what is literally like the the game show with the least amount of action. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're literally opening briefcases and picking numbers and the phone rings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's it. Yep. So you just gotta fill the void with that. And again, a lot of the times you're just moving, shaking, saying the same things. And Holly was great at oh, that. Yeah. So yeah, deal or no deal, the wall, another good deal. Um, I think I would enjoy hosting the prices, right? But you gotta like, there's a lot of games. Yeah, you gotta yeah. play. You gotta remember the rules to a lot of games, and you gotta, yeah. There's different the way each game is played. You gotta remember. You gotta be. You gotta be on it. You gotta mm-hmm. kind of be on it. It seems like it'd be fun, but you really, you rules. really gotta know your stuff. Yeah, I'm not rules. here for rules in smart people game shows either. Like, I'm not <laughs> going to be hosting Jeopardy, even though, like, I don't know how much Alex Trebek knew or not, didn't know. But just still, like, eh, I'm good on all that. Like, I like games that are just simple. Pressure luck. Whammy or nah. Like, let's go. Yes. Like, Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Wheel of Fortune? No. Because I'd be there going, there are one, two, three, four, uh, four L's. Yes. Yes. It can be, like, in front of me. You know, Vanna, like it, the things light up, and Vanna's just going there, and I'm like, uh, uh what did uh, three T's? Yes, three T's. Uh, I, yeah. I, there's no way I'd be that quick. There's no way I'd be so maybe could be feeding it in my ear, and I still wouldn't <laughs> be able to say it as quick as as he's been able to say it. That's too hard. Jeopardy, way too hard. Yeah, and and don't think that you're reading. Alex Trebek one time once said, he, in fact, he was talking to Dan Patrick, who hosted Sports Jeopardy, and. He said, like, you got to, like, know your shit because everybody doesn't go in order. Not everybody goes 100, 200. Like, it doesn't always go that way. It'd be beep bopping around the screen, mm-hmm. and you can't be going, uh, yeah, and read the wrong one. Yeah. You can't be like, like that. And you got to be, you got to be quick. No way. Even, even who wants to be a millionaire, 
Oh, yeah. One of my favorite shows to watch. One of my absolute favorite game shows to watch. But the problem there is there's a significant amount of chatter that you have to be a part of when you're answering, when the contestant is answering the question. And Reach, Regis, was a pro at that because you have to you have to think about the lifelines and you have to bring you have to you have to keep the dialogue moving too much in that show you're talking constantly because especially if you get a contestant that's just sitting there thinking you have to get them you have to ask them to think out loud basically you're asking them to think out loud and feeding them that's just there's too much dialogue for he wants to be a millionaire as great as it is it is one of my favorite game shows ever but yeah th- th- those ones yeah. Pressure luck. No whammies. I mean, yeah. Come on. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Like pressure luck. That's that's it right there. It's like you're just watching people just hit buttons and you're just yelling when they get it or you're not or whatever. It's nothing. Just moving the game along. But yeah, who wants to be a millionaire? Because we watch who wants to be a millionaire edited. In some of those episodes, people are on for two episodes. So yeah. how long are you in the studio? What? Right. No. 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 There's no time. Right. On who wants to be a millionaire. So I don't know how long people are just sitting there thinking, calling their friends, point. doing all the things. No, 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 no. Yeah, no, too difficult, but an amazing one Yes, to watch. Um, another one that I enjoyed watching, and I couldn't remember how the host went. Maybe Tom Bergeron hosted this. Who hosted Hollywood Squares? Mm, he might have hosted that. Okay. So maybe I did think make that connection. He that might show have hosted that was hilarious. Yeah, amazing, hilarious. I mean, it was just you know nine celebrities up there in the Tic Tac Toe squares, and I feel like that was Tommy B. Was he two thousand like he... from nineteen ninety eight to two thousand four? Hollywood Squares, <sighs> great run, bam, great game show. There it is. Okay, all right. Yep. I knew, I knew, I knew it was dug in there deep somewhere. Yeah, man. But Tommy yeah, B. Yeah, that was a the, everywhere, everywhere. But who wants to be a millionaire? Hollywood Squares, Price is Right. Yeah, love watching all those. Well, R.I.P. to the homie Bob Barker. Uh, Dan, let's get into um the weirdest thing or strangest thing we saw on the internet this week. Let's get into that. Let's do it. Let's, do, Let's it. do it. All right. I'm going to go first because this is something I feel like is a lot of people have seen. And it's real simple. This egg challenge where people are smacking, crushing eggs on the kid's head or cracking eggs on their kid's head. I hate this. I find it strange. I find it disgusting. <laughs> I find it weird. I don't like it. I think it's abuse. I'm like, why are you hitting your kid in the face and laughing? Why is everyone laughing at this? I don't like it. It reminds me of that. There was this cheese thing that people were doing a few years ago where they were just like throwing cheese on their like baby's face or baby's head or oh, whatever yeah, the hell. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I just thought that, that was just wrong. I don't find it funny. I find it very strange. And I find it even more strange that more people are just doing this. And just doing it like it's funny when brothers and sisters do it because some of those videos, but mostly it's parents cracking eggs on their kids heads while they're just like, I'm making eggs and the kids don't look happy. This is wrong. Yeah. I like want to call. I don't know. Somebody like I feel like if this was happening to an animal, like he would be involved. I don't know who's involved whenever you're cracking eggs on kids heads, but like call somebody like I need a statement from someone like let's go. 
I don't know. I hate it. I hate it so much. But yeah, it's that's the weirdest thing. I just keep seeing and seeing and seeing and seeing over and over again on the internet. Yeah, I, there's so much that just confuses me as to why it happens and why it becomes a trend on the internet. That's that was so perfectly said that I don't I I see it now anymore. I just go right past it. I don't even want to know why people keep doing stupid shit for whoever's getting pleasure out of this. It makes no sense. It makes no <laughs> sense at all. Um, I promise you that I won't make this a Russell Crowe segment every week. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, you should, though. And I could. I could. But I'll give it a rest. I'll give it a break this week. There was oh, some, good, there's some good stuff. but I was, I was looking forward was... to Russell Crowe. <laughs> Don't worry. We're going to continue to do this. There'll be plenty of it. Um, but I felt more inclined to uh, share something uh, because we knew uh, Chris wasn't going to be on the podcast this week and may not be with us next week. And we'll see. Um, but I, I wanted to share something that was right up the alley of Chris Gate Fitness, Chris Gates Fitness. Um, and thanks to Reddit for bringing it to our attention. Um Reddit lies for bringing in. This was on Reddit. And the topic here is diet, diet soda should be promoted and not demonized. It's highly essential for weight loss. <laughs> and this person breaks it down. They explain uh, it has zero calories. So it's one of the primary benefits. Um, the aspartame controversy, how the artificial sweetener is a subject for so many critics, uh, but it's actually deemed safe for consumption in modern ounce. Uh, weight gain claims, basically saying that diet soda can tr uh, lead to weight gain. Uh, a lot of that having to do with uh, you know a sweet taste of diet soda triggering uh, sugar intake and disputing that claim. And then last but not least, personal preference and taste is a personal preference for individuals and by opting for diets so that individuals can safely satisfy their craving for a sweet and refreshing drink while calorie while minimizing calorie consumption. Uh, I do want to give a, a, a brief shout out um, to a good friend and OG Chris and Dan podcast listener, Brian Miller. Uh, I saw this from his retweet, uh, re X for whatever, but this is, this is just so it, this is so stupid. This is so stupid that somebody's actually arguing these claims and on behalf of Chris Gates Fitness like drink water people stop drinking stupid shit like this. First of all, take it easy on the pop and the soda generally. All right. A lot of the world could generally use a lot less of that on the daily. And I see and know people that do it on the daily chill out and no diet stuff isn't necessarily better for you because of what you're not reading between the lines here but just because it is zero calories doesn't make it better for you um so it's not the key claim being here it's highly essential for weight loss is just so crazy so crazy and without a doubt the wildest thing is from Russell Crowe that I saw on the internet this week. Wow. Um, yeah, well, this this part of the program is brought to you by Chris Gates Fitness.com. 
where you will be able to find out <laughs> if diet soda is being demonized or is it actually bad for your health at Chris Gates Fitness. <laughs> find out your answer there. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get into my favorite segment that we haven't done in a minute. Brunch court, ladies and gentlemen. Let's get after it. Oh, boy. We've got some tasty treats for everybody today. It has been a minute since we've done brunch court. Uh, so, DD, let me let me fire up the old brunch court machine here. And again, this is why you need the visual, ladies and gentlemen. Check the timestamp right now. Where are you? <laughs> Take a moment. Think about it. When you get to a safe place, your home, your work, YouTube, Facebook, check it out. You'll need to see these visuals to believe them. Okay. Um, so the first one that I'm going to pull up here. We are looking at the fine food people at B&G Foods uh, have launched a Weber Grill seasoning spice pack, right? Everybody's familiar with the Weber Grill brand. Mm -hmm. um, and those seasonings are Southern Comfort, Buffalo Trace, and Fireball Whiskey <laughs> seasoning blends for your Delicious meats on the grill. They hit shelves exclusively at Sam's Club next month. Daniel Dudley, the microphone is yours. Okay. Weber makes great products. Best grill you can yeah. buy is Weber. What Weber doesn't do well are seasonings. <laughs> Here's the thing. This is smart. Because if you are buying Weber seasonings, that means you're somewhere in the aisle, like you're buying a you're buying a meat thermometer, you're buying a spatula, you're buying, you know, your oven mitt, whatever it is, you know, what I mean, you're you're buying something. So I get it. And that's eye catching. But like, there's nothing about Southern Comfort that makes me want to put that on anything. Absolutely <laughs> not. Absolutely not. And I feel like everyone has a Southern comfort story or maybe they just had too many SoCo and limes in college or something like that. I don't want none of I don't want that near my steak. I don't want that near my chicken. I don't want that near anything. When I see that, it makes me want to throw up fireball. <laughs> why do you want to put that on your food? What? <laughs> Who wants to put that on your food? Buffalo Trace. That's just bourbon. That's fine. Fireball Southern. Com These are specific things that you drink at a certain time in your life. Who on earth wants to put that on food? What? <laughs> Stop. This that's just it, it's just wrong. Like it's just this no. This is this is I get it and I'm not mad at the marketing and whoever made the deal happen smart. Like they're probably going to like people are going to pick these up, but no. Southern comfort on your food? T take a soco and lime and throw it on your chicken, Dan. Good. <laughs> that's what I want. Are you kidding me right now? Please. Yeah, let me do that. Let me do that. Oh. No, this is bad. I honestly didn't know which way you were going. Because again, we don't go. I don't share these with mm -mm. either of you ahead of time. And I honestly didn't know which direction you were going to go. But I'm mm -mm. so glad you went the direction that you did. And you said it the way that you did. Mm -mm. Um, Yeah, they, they're calling, you know, Buffalo Traces. They're saying it's smooth and savory blend. Sure. Okay, that one could work. Southern Comfort, spiced stone fruit flavors. Like you said. Throwing a Soho line on your chicken. Why? Why? And then Fireball, sweet cinnamon heat 
whiskey flavors are like go straight to hell. Like if you're, you're a psychopath, if you actually think that that would taste good on anything or would be worth trying at all. Um, again, marketing the product, I get it, but this is stupid. And you know what? I wonder if they sell these as a three pack. They have because there's no way you're like right. You're not picking up one of these. You're not. Oh, the fireball one sounds good, but I don't want to put the other two. No, it's got to be a three pack, right? You know what this is? This is a bad um, housewarming gift. Ah, this yes. Is a, this is that's what this is. Like this, you're the if you pick this up, you're going to a party for your friend who likes the grill or whatever, and you're gonna get them this, and they're gonna and I would look at you and say, "You have the receipt." <laughs> please tell me you got this at Lowe's. I'll go get credit. Like, this is bad. No, yeah. <laughs> this is, this is stupid. Don't buy this for your friends. This is. Mm-mm. Don't do it. Guilty. No. Thumbs down Guilty. from both of us. Get it yeah. out. Easy get it verdict. Out. Easy verdict. Okay. okay. Shout okay. to the marketing people though. You get an A. a. Everyone else bad. I get it. Yeah. That, that it makes sense. It makes sense. Well, it doesn't, it does, but it doesn't. Um. <laughs> all right. Next one, a little different, a little different. Everybody loves pizza rolls, right? Everybody loves pizza rolls. But did you know that Totino's has is introducing orange chicken? What they're calling? I didn't even see it. Why does it say pizza snacks? It says pizza rolls on this package, and then it says pizza snacks. Um. So yes, new orange chicken Totino's pizza rolls are headed to shelves. Uh, this month in August. So they might be out already. Um, also phase clan. I don't know what video game that's associated with or Marvel thing, but it's phase clan orange chicken. <laughs> irrelevant, irrelevant for this discussion. Uh, Didi, your thoughts about bringing a kind of a, a Chinese food staple, but in a pizza roll. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Why not just throw it in there? Honestly, I yeah. bet this is great. I honestly, I feel like probably before two weeks ago, I'd had a problem with this, but I had a pizza roll because, of course, I have children and I got pizza rolls last week. And I was like, you know what? Still fire. Shouts to pizza rolls. And this with orange chicken in it. Why not? Like, a I- lot of people are claiming that this can't be in a pizza roll because there's no such thing as orange chicken pizza. You know, like you could do weird things like pineapple chicken or something like that, you know, but like this is it's not even really a pizza roll anymore, but there's nothing else that is like this. So yeah. I think you're right, though. Like, the, I think it would taste good, but yeah. there's no pizza part to this aside from really just like the crust little pocket it's in. Yeah, that's it. Like, it's not. A, I mean, it's Tina's pizza roll. That's the brand. And they make orange chicken now. And they put orange chicken in a roll. So that's just what it is. Um, and I have no I, I have no problem with this. Uh also the uh the face clan thing, that's I don't know. Is that like a it's a it's a game or something? Um yeah. I don't I don't know if it's a community or if it's like because it's not a person. I don't know. Anyways. Seems like it would be. Right? I get it. That's another good marketing thing. Cause like oh yeah, people who are video or on Twitch for 36 hours straight probably eat a lot of pizza rolls so shouts to Tatino's. right this is the this is the demographic especially for yeah. the, those that can make the purchase 
uh, FaZe Clan is the most popular esports and entertainment organization in the world. Okay. According yeah. to their own biography. So, uh, yeah, a lot of esports there are, are sincerest apologies for not knowing that ahead of time. Yeah. Um, I, I just knew because people say perfect it. Perfect demographic. Yeah, but it's perfect. That's what it is. Like, I knew it was some kind of gamer thing. It's like, hey, if you're on Twitch for a billion hours, you're probably eating a lot of these. I hope it's perfect with- except for the logo. I don't like the FaZe Clan logo. I get it. I see the F and I see the C. I don't like the logo. Yeah, it's just ugly. We can yeah. do we can do better. We can do better. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> so, all right. We're kind of we're kind of lukewarm on that, which is the opposite of flavor of inside of any pizza roll ever in the history of time. It's volcanic acid rush inside uh, or ice cold. There's no in between. So we might have been lukewarm, but pizza holes, pizza rolls, not traditionally lukewarm. So throw okay. some Southern comfort seasoning on those. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, boy. OK, this one, last but not least um is it's a little outside the box right because traditionally brunch court is a food related item that's what we do um but going a little bit different this time okay so dd as you recall we discuss little debbie on this podcast quite often um we've had Little obviously the little debbie treats are very popular but little debbie cereals little debbie ice creams We've talked about all of these. Well, now the geniuses at Little Debbie, the marketing geniuses, are now teaming up with Goose Creek to give you Little Dead scented candles. And this is not a joke. This is not a joke. These are real. I know somebody who's purchased them. And I am going to soon afterwards. Okay. Um, but Name these- names. Name names. <laughs> Shuey, you're out there. He got a <laughs> bunch of them. He got a bunch of them. And I tell you what, he shared this link with me. Um, and I can tell you that they come in oatmeal cream pie, honey bun, nutty buddy, strawberry shortcake roll, zebra cake, Swiss roll, fudge round, pumpkin delights. That's got this guy written all over it. Uh, cosmic brownie, fall party cakes. Christmas tree brownies and Christmas tree cakes. Ladies and gentlemen, these are three wick candles. So these are the real deal. These are big guys. Okay. They're available right now. 50% off. They are $13.99 on the Goose Creek website. Um, Don't miss out. Oh, they have a fall candle sale right now going on. That's only got five hours left on it. So I better do this today, brother. But regardless, anyways, here we are. Little Debbie scented candles. See, this is genius, but also the reason why I've been wanting to do a fitness brunch episode where me and you ask Chris probably some serious questions, but a lot of really ridiculous questions. Because the way that I look at this is this is a genius idea. I love this. I'm all about this. I, I need the Christmas tree cake scent for Christmas time. I need that to happen. So make that happen, mm-hmm. guys. Um, mm-hmm. I, I need to know, is this like a nicotine patch where like if you eat too <laughs> many oatmeal cream pies, you're trying to lose weight, you know, you eat at least like five at work every day. And I wonder if like you having the scent will give you the same feeling of having an oatmeal cream pie or will it make you eat more oatmeal cream pies? This is bad for you. I wonder mm-hmm. how... Chris Gates 
would tell one of his clients who he was like trying to tell him, hey, you should probably cut down on the oatmeal cream pie intake. Would he recommend the scent <laughs> at your desk? Dude, that is a great question. A really good question. Because, yeah, like typically when you smell an aroma of something that you enjoy, it kind of makes you want it. I used to have a, I had a, like a chocolate candle. It was like pure, it was just chocolate. <laughs> and every time I smelled it, it was like almost like, chocolate chip cookies were baking in the house. And anytime you smell something like that, you're like, I want those. But is that going to, yeah. Is that increasing the urge or are you going to yeah. like be like, okay, all right, I can't eat them. At least I can enjoy the scent. I don't know how you, I don't know how your mind works for that. And we need yeah, CG fitness to kind of walk us through how that works. I um, need to know. Yeah. Cause this even breaks down the website breaks down the aromas because because if you're buying a candle online it's a it's a gamble right oh yeah oh, yeah. this tells you exactly what these smell like so oatmeal cream pies what it smells like a combination of sweet creamy vanilla and light mm. baked light baked oats with hints of warm molasses and a simple spice blend the prominent scent notes are baked oats creamy vanilla warm molasses and soft spices it's amazing it's amazing it. Didi, I'm going to give this one to you. This is this is for you. The Christmas tree cakes. Very popular. It smells like a comforting blend of warm, lightly baked, buttery cakes notes combined with sweet, creamy vanilla and the essence of holiday spirit. Of course, you got to package the essence in there. The prominent scent notes are buttery cake, whipped vanilla, and sweet, creamy icing. I mean, it doesn't get any better. It doesn't. People. It really does. And I think... I think I have to get some of these. I know I'm going to get some of these. I know I'm getting pumpkin delights um, for at a, at a minimum Swiss rolls for sure. Um, this is just, this is perfect in, in terms of marketing, execution, everything. Um, I can't wait. I can't wait to get mine. Everything. This is perfect. This is perfect. This is, this is what I'm talking about right here. This is perfect. It almost puts a tear to my eye. Yeah. So for the little Debbie lover in your life, stock up now for holidays, not that far away, birthdays, stock up, get them while they're hot. This is candles. a this good housewarming gift. There you go. We not, went from the worst to the yeah, best. Yes, definitely. <laughs> the worst to the best for sure. <laughs> oh, man. That was brunch court, man. That is brunch court. We love it. All right. Uh, make sure you watch us on YouTube, on Facebook, so you can see all of this great assortment of brunch court items. All right. Let's get into music. Daniel, what we are listening to. And I'm going to see Beyonce on Friday night, Dan. So, so throw it on the playlist. Let's go back There's to 2005. Theme. Upgrade you, Beyonce. Throw it on the playlist this week. Wow. Wow, I'm uh, super jealous because she was supposed to come to Pittsburgh and she's not. Um, so, wow. I mean, if anybody, I often get asked the question, best concert you've ever seen. Beyonce is the, in the top two. She's yeah. in my top two. Her performance at Coachella and when her and Jay-Z went on tour together, we yeah. saw them at the Rose Bowl. Yeah. Those are the two greatest shows I've ever seen in my life. I mean, so oh, super jealous. 
Yeah, Listen it's so hard. Yeah, it's so hard when people ask me what, like, oh, what's the best country I've ever been to? I'm like, I can only give you, I, I can only tell you who's, I don't, I can't rank them, but like, yeah, Coachella is just, it's tough. Yeah. Like, get out of here. Like, we didn't know what the, but that, like, we didn't know what that one belongs on another planet. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that whole thing was so crazy. We didn't know what the hell was going on. All of a sudden, freaking, mm-hmm. what? There's a like 80 piece marching band up top. Like, what is happening? <laughs> Like, get out of dude. Fuck. That was insane. Yeah. Good lord. It was. Beyonce. It was. But yeah. There you go. Insane. Okay. What you got, Dan? Um, first one up for me is from the Killers. Uh, the Killers seem to release music every year, <laughs> just casually. <laughs> just casually. They could be out on tour. They could have an album out, and they just keep pushing music. And it's it's extremely impressive because they do different things too. They do they explore with different sounds and they've kind of given us a little taste of something a little different from them too this past week when they released Your Side of Town. Um there's some synth going on and a little, even a little bit of like proper auto-tune, and I dig it. I dig it. I dig this kind of sound that the killers are giving us from your side of town. It doesn't sound like any old killers song. I mean, like the colors it probably does. Uh, but if you're interested in their music, follow their music, you know it uh it's got a little different taste to it, but I enjoy it. A little uptick in it, and I'm excited to see what the heck else they've got in store this year, next year, the year after that. Um, still on my list to see the killers. I still haven't managed to see them somehow, some way. 2020 took that one from me, haven't given it back. But check it out. Your side of town from the killers. Gotta make that happen, Dan gotta make that yeah happen. no doubt no yeah doubt. all right uh next up on the playlist since i am going to see beyonce this week love on top my first dance song and mm-hmm. one of the greatest songs ever made um and a song that just brings people joy there is nothing better than when you work with people and that song plays and everybody is just poorly key changing with beyonce during that song <laughs> And it just brings everybody so much joy to sing poorly to that song at the top of their lungs as she's just going up and up and up and up. And it's awesome. This love on top. I can't wait to hear, I don't know, 70,000 people sing poorly to love on top on Friday night. Uh, we saw her at, wow, I can't really, I'm realizing how many times I've seen Beyonce. We saw her at Dodger Stadium too, yep. right? Yeah. When she sang that live. It was the most remarkable thing I've ever heard because it was like a 10 minute long song and she kept going. The octave kept moving up. At one point we looked at each other and our eyes were just like bug eyed open. Like, how is this happening? How is she doing this? And the crowd kept, you're right, kept poorly seeing up an octave with her. It's so much fun. It's a great song. It's an absolutely great song. Yeah. Um, Didi, what you know about Paul Russell? Paul Russell? Little, yeah, Paul Russell, Lil Boothang. <laughs> what do you know about Lil Boothang? Well, I'll tell you what, Lil Boothang, on the playlist this week, um, apparently this is big on TikTok, but guess what? That's not where I find music, and that's not where I found this. Um, I find that out afterwards, but Paul Russell, <laughs> 2 million followers on Spotify. Uh-huh. Nice nice little number there. Uh, stumbled onto this jam. Uh, it samples Best of My Love by The Emotions. You might not, you might hear that title and not quite know what that is. You will hear this song and you'll know exactly what song that is. And you'll go, 
holy shit, this is a jam. It's a better version of that song. I I, I love it. I, I absolutely love this song. It's it's fantastic. I'm sure it's all over the ticks and the talks, but Lil Boo Thang, my <laughs> man, my new man, Paul Russell. Oh, I can't wait to check that one out. I can't wait. I'm going to do that yep. as soon as I'm off here today. And, Please do. Uh, <laughs> all right. And uh, last one uh, from the new album, bringing it into this decade, because Beyonce has been around for such a long time. I can go into several decades. Um, Energy off the new album. She There's a point where she says in the song, uh, everybody go mute and the whole stadium goes quiet. And now it's been basically a battle from city to city of whose stadium can be the quietest. It's pretty wild if you watch, if you see any of the clips on, you know, whether it's Instagram reels or TikTok or whatever of people literally filming. It's like the moment in the show where people are like, okay, this is my moment. I'm going to get quiet when Beyonce says mute. And it's pretty wild how it happens. And she just holds it and everybody's just quiet. Then the song keeps going. But anyways, energy, Beyonce off the new album, uh, Renaissance, really excited to hear it. So, yeah, I'm really excited. Beyonce this Friday can go. I mean, I am jealous. Um, last one for me. A man we're all very familiar with. Uh, maybe in another line of work, perhaps. Uh, but did he, Shaq put out a song last week, aka Diesel, called "Gorilla Warfare," and, <laughs> and let me tell you, it's fantastic. It's crazy. Um, it's another one that you need to listen to right after we're done recording here. Uh, but it's exactly what you'd expect from Shaq. I mean, he doesn't say much, uh, but he says what he needs to say and it's great. It's great. Shaq, AKA diesel gorilla warfare is going on the playlist this week. We're all over the map. Uh, Dude. Incredible. Incredible (laughs) pick. I'm, I'm very excited. And one of the things I was going to have a strangest thing on the internet that I saw was, Shaq had a all-female mosh pit going to Ice Spice and Nicki Minaj's Barbie Girl at Lollapalooza, <laughs> and it was an all-girl mosh pit at during his set wow. at Lollapalooza. And I was like, that's pretty fire. Yeah. That's great. That's great. Yeah. He's like screaming <laughs> ladies to the front, and they all start moshing to Barbie Girl. Wow. Yeah. Love that. One of the greatest things I've seen, strangest things I've seen, and also Shaq's DJing. Like what? Like that wasn't Diplo that did it. Shaq, like, right? <laughs> like what are we? Amazing! It's just incredible. Gosh, that. well, that is what we're listening to, folks. <laughs> that is it. <laughs> Make sure you check out the playlist on Spotify. Sounds of Brunch. Tell Alexa. Tell Siri. Sounds of Brunch. Wait, no, don't start playing the Sounds of Brunch, Siri. That literally just <laughs> happened. All right. <laughs> well, Dan, any final thoughts on the brunch breakdown today before we get out of here? Uh, just important for our listeners to remember, uh, fireball seasoning, bad housewarming gift, little Debbie candle, good housewarming gift. Just, just be careful. Just make the right choices there. Yes. And diet Coke. Is it bad or not? <laughs> We'll find out next week. It's the Brunch Breakdown. We're out.